0: Hi friends. Welcome to Race to Rise podcast, a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy-to-follow practices to live a better life. I am your host, Mittal Patel, a parenting junkie, Ayurveda enthusiast, and an advocate of conscious living. It is absolutely necessary to focus on what to do right in parenthood, but at the same time, it's so important to look at the things that not to do in parenting. Yes, so today you heard it right. We're going to focus on don'ts of parenting. We get so carried away on, you know, um, let me do this, let me add this, and then we forget to look at the things that we really need to avoid. And so that's what we're going to discuss on some of the don'ts of parenthood and why we shouldn't be doing what we've been taught or, you know, what we've been conditioned by society. And these are some of the things that we really, really necessary, um, it's necessary for us to get rid of these habits or get rid of these phrases from our life because at the end of the day, our goal is to empower are tomorrow's leaders right and in order for us to do that we're going to have to focus on some of the things that we can avoid doing one of the analogy that i want to share that my spiritual teacher always um shares it with us is that how do one make like idols or statues in order for them to you know create from the scratch Whatever it is, whether they use stone, whether they use some kind of, you know, uh, soil or any, any other material, whenever somebody's carving out a statue or molding a statue, they carve out the pieces that are not necessary. So he says it's, it's not always about adding stuff into your life, but it's also subtracting stuff from your life. Right, it's it's important to let go of things that are not serving. Same analogy applies here that we really need to get rid of the things that are not serving us right now. So, without taking further ado, let's dive into it. So, number one don'ts of parenting is praise effusively. Like, yes, we really need to, of course, you know, acknowledge our kids' efforts, but that doesn't mean we just praise them. Um, you know, on an ongoing basis, like, you know, often. No, that's not because another thing about this praising, praising is an art, okay? We really need to learn how to praise. Let's look at the definition of praise. What exactly praise means? Praise means expressing warm approval or admiration of, right? And so, of course, we do want to express the acknowledgement and admiration of, But we also want to make sure that we're not praising in a way where our kids get used to of that, you know, external validation. And then as an adult, then they will look for the external validation from other people. So instead of praising, you know, the praising them, let's focus on and let's acknowledge their efforts and the process. It's about the process. Focus on the process, not the the child himself or not the care you know not them focus on their characteristics focus on the process focus on what are the efforts that they are putting on so instead of saying you are good say you know you can say oh wow i really love how much um how much work you put into it or instead of saying wow you're a great artist say oh, I really love the color combination that you've used, right? So focus on the processes and their efforts, but not directly um, onto them, like onto the child. Um, Number two is, and again, like why? We don't want to praise them so efficiently because then they will get, you know, they will get addicted to the validation. I mean, the addicted word doesn't fit here, but I can't think of any other word. (laughs) we don't want our kids to seek for an external validation or for an external approval. We want them to, you know, go inwards for, for any type of validation. But right now it's about us focusing on their processes so they can build that, you know, self-confidence and don't need any external validations or approvals. Number two, our don't of parenting is stop criticizing them for their mistakes yes don't criticize them for their mistakes because when we criticize them for the mistakes what we're teaching is you know you can't fail there's no such thing as failure you have to do it right every time no this will we're not setting them up for success because we really need to learn that it's always failure or mistakes are nothing but feedback on and, and an opportunity to improve or to make it better the next time, right? It's about not giving up. It's about learning from the mistakes. It's about that mistakes happen when we're not extracting the lesson from it. So teach them instead of criticizing them. Guide them, support them. Oh, oops, it happens. Wow. What could be our next step, you know? I'm pretty sure you have a you have a plan going on in your mind. If you need me, let me know. You know, things like that. This is how you want to you want to empower them to accept the as-isness of life, to accept, okay, yeah, made a mistake. Now what? What's my next step? It's all about moving forward with it and not getting stuck with the stuck with the mistakes or not being stuck at the place where they are. So yes, don't criticize for mistakes number three of uh, don't threaten or punish yes this is like we really need to stop yesterday i watched one of the videos and i think it was from a very popular show i don't know what the show name is but it was just a clip of sharing how as parents when we can't regulate we go into like you know your time out you're grounded And it's just, oh, it was such a heart, heartbreaking video I watched on um, threatening and punishing a child for not listening. But we forget that instead of, instead of joining their cries, how can we, how can we share our calm with them? That's what we really need to learn. We need to learn how to self-regulate and not getting carried away with their chaotic feelings that they're experiencing right now instead how can we support and guide so we really need to stop this threatening and punishing because what what we're teaching them is whatever they want in that moment is not right okay stop listening to yourself that's what we're teaching when we're threatening and punishing of course it's not about it's not always that you get what you want so at that time you we really need to set a limit or you know instead of punishing and threatening. Put a healthy boundary. Like, for example, I know you really want to watch this TV or you really want to, you wish that you could keep on watching this TV show, but right now is the reading time or, you know, whatever it is, but we will watch this tomorrow at the same time. Whatever that, that uh, maybe look like. It's so important. We need to tell them like, you know, it's okay to be mad or sad or upset regarding, you know, not getting what you want, but sometimes it happens. We don't always get what we want when we want, right? So we really need to guide our kids in, in that manner. Number four don'ts of parenting is ask to stop crying or feeling their emotions. This is so important. I have suddenly done this where I used to stop crying. It's okay. It's okay. It's like we're invalidating their feelings. We really don't want them to listen to their own feelings. This is what we're teaching when we're saying stop crying. Instead, we really need to learn to make, you know, hold space for our children to feel their feelings, right? At the end of the day, we want them to feel every emotions, whether it's happy, sad, you know, mad, angry, whatever the emotions are, the entire umbrella of emotions. We want to guide our children to feel their emotions and then navigate their emotions. So important. It's such an important skill, the emotional intelligence, that we never, we were never, I'm sure, we were not taught because, not a blame game, because our parents didn't know how to do better, right? When, when we know better, we do better. So now, when we know better, we do better. We know that it's so important for us to feel every emotions. We better guide our children. We better support. And if we don't know ourselves how to do it, Ask for help. There's, there's just so many resources in today's world. I am so thankful for this, you know, the, the era that we're living in. There is a help. Like, legit, you just have to pick up a phone. Whether you go through social media, whether you reach out to a friend, whether you reach out to a coach, a therapist, anyone, there's so much help out there. So seek out for help. It's important for us to learn it's it's all about modeling your behavior too, right? At the end of the day, if we show our children how to accept our emotions and navigate and handle, they would learn the best. So we won't have to say stop crying at that moment because you will understand that it's not personal. We don't have to go, you know, uh, we, know we don't have to hop on the train of their emotions at the same time. We can guide them on how to navigate. Mistake number five is... Don'ts of parenting is give too many choices at once. This was my number one mistake that I made with my 11-year-old that I used to just, you know, what do you want to do? That's like such a vague option. They don't know. They don't know any better. Their brain are still developing, so they can't make up their mind. So it is our responsibility to give them choices. And when I learned like, oh, yeah, you know, it's about giving choices, then I started giving, you want to do this? Or this, or this, or this. Too many options. You can't, you know, when your brain is not developed, you can't make a choice for yourself. So at that point, we give them two choices. This is what I've been doing with my little one and it's been working great. Do you want to play with, you know, do you want to play with your Legos? Or do you want to come join me in my office and do your colors? Two choices. Very easy. You want a color or you want to play with Legos? This makes it, this makes for their brain to process things easily. And this builds the, the muscle for, you know, making a choice. Why, why do you think we, sometimes we get like in this mode, uh, mode of, you know, um, like we can't make choices. I get, I get that all the time. I can't make choices like even today's day. I'm 33, but if I go to a grocery store, if you leave me at the grocery stores, I can't decide what I want. Whether it's vegetables or whether it's, you know, I'm in a certain aisle, I just can't make up my mind what I want. Um, even if I have a grocery list and I get stuck with what brands do I want. So I can't, I can't make choices because it just overwhelms me. And I really think it's because I was never, you know, given two choices to pick from and I never built that muscle. And I would just leave it up to, you know, the, the whole well of choices to make from so i feel it's important for us to guide our children um, and not give them too many choices so i hope you were able to um, get these don'ts of parenting please reach out if you have any questions dm me or you know pm me on facebook dm me on instagram email me at info at reach out me reach out for any help that you need, um, working on this list of don't stop parenting. I am here to help you. One of my, my biggest mission in my life is hope, help one parent every day. And I am hoping that you will help me achieve my mission, you know, um, accomplish my mission of hope, helping one parent every day. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmittal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mittal Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.